The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. show. It's the after show, everybody. This is the show immediately following the show on Saturday. It's Wednesday right now when the audio portion is. Unless, of course, you're a part of the MeWe community. Uh, You're seeing this on Tuesday and you can actually see it. But uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Rick Rodriguez, who was here on the first half of the Cigar Authority show on Saturday, came back for this because I thought it'd be interesting in his take because he's going to actually play out on a couple of these questions, including the first one, which is what would you think? Um, what would they think? What would they think of their company now? Hmm. So a brand that was sold or taken over by another company, what would the original owner think of their company today? So we got to kind of just imagine it. I got a whole bunch of them. We'll take each one and maybe just spend about a minute on each one of these things. But let's get to the most important one first, having Rick Rodriguez here. Uh, And Rick Rodriguez is here from West Tampa Tobacco Company. That's the cigar we smoked in the first hour. Uh, Welcome back, Rick. Thanks for coming in. Um, what would they think of their company now? Uh, General Cigar, Macanudo especially, Edgar Kalman, he had Macanudo and Potagas, his babies. What do you think he would think of his company today? Hmm. Um, want want, uh, me, you want know me to what, say it and then yeah, you can chime yeah, in? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, 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 knew, I knew Edgar well. Yeah. Uh, the Kalman crown. Do you remember the Kalman yeah, crown? For sure. For sure. Head yes. That yep. he said, I wanted to measure he had a picture of it in the factory yep. of uh of his head uh he really cared about macanudo and anytime the thing would dip a little bit he would go to work and try to make macanudo what it was it doesn't look the same it doesn't taste the same it isn't the same it was his baby he cared about it more than anybody else um when you sell it off to a major company i feel like it's now just a part of the company that they buy they they have no love for it there's not that personal right. thing uh and i don't think he'd be happy at all of well, what Macanudo the, became it, it, he loved it so much that you might think even though he was a very shrewd businessman that he might even sacrifice some margin to make it that much better and really keep that brand alive because that money was if he had to that was Which his is probably baby. maybe bad business or something and and these other companies he they they grew the company bigger than it was right. than, than when he had it so take nothing around that's their job to do it and it's publicly traded stockholders care about that and would not allow something like Correct. that to happen so take, take nothing away from what they have accomplished well that's why you've never sold your company you don't want somebody else in that driver's seat yeah yeah, yeah. I think uh, for uh, Mr. Coleman to uh, you say, uh, you know, what did he think? I think uh, he would say, 
Um, it's not the same because it's corporate. Yes. Uh, you know, we believe that uh, a premium cigar business like Benji and Mr. Coleman did is for families. Yeah. Uh, they, because they can afford to go down and up and with the flow of cigar yes. sales. And so corporate uh, is always uh, interested in numbers. How do we go? How do we grow? Period. How do we That's grow? It. That's it. So yeah. it's about the money. And and right now we know the economy is starting to really hurt in the United States and the mm-hmm. cost of goods went up. So naturally you have to take a price increase. But some family companies are going to choose not to do it. You know, we talk about uh, Perdomo back in the S-chip that they, they didn't not only even raise the price of the product at that point, they actually lowered the price mm-hmm. that time because of where we were at the time and it paid off but a corporate would never allow some craziness like that because of stockholders exactly they would demand it uh, how about avo uvasian avo the avo cigar brand what would he think of that today i think he would uh, be excited that uh, his name is continued to uh, you know to be uh, you know talked about and his images about there so i think he would be proud i really do because again uh, you know when you have this name that you're attached your family to and your is your name to see it buried or go away is you know kind of you know it continues the legacy it is not it, to mention know, it, yeah. it has stayed consistent mm-hmm. from what it was when davidoff acquired that brand they, yeah. they, they, they it's still that call it first generation of ownership because they were making the cigar for him and they acquired it and they kept it the same and they kept his legacy intact. And I'll tell you, I was there after Avo passed away. I was on their board of advisors that they would have us to to get us together once a year with a bunch of other retailers. And after he passed away, they said, okay, Avo is gone and it has to go from Avo the man to Avo the brand. But we don't want to ruin this thing at all. Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of the talk. And I think they did a good job. I think think you're right. Um, How about Jose Oliva, Gilberto Oliva, Oliva cigar brand? Now uh, sold off off to somebody else, a uh, different company than it was before. Mm-hmm. It's starting to become a different cigar, too. Hmm. That That's not the level of consistency that you have when your family name is on the crest, on the band of that cigar. My, my concern always is when you start to see it in catalogs yeah. for prices that aren't sustainable. Yes. Yeah. Oliva V, which was the, mm. the crown Phenomenal. prince is just a cigar now. Yeah. And what a shame because personally, I think it's a great, great cigar. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, Carlos Tarano, Tarano Cigars. This one again, this went, went, went off the Scandinavian tobacco and kind of disappeared. Well, uh, they, I, I think, uh, you know, if you talk to Charlie, uh, we, pulled out too quickly because at the uh, beginning uh, when uh, General Cigar or SCG or Swedish Match, I'm sorry, approached him, uh, we think you're just going to take our line, our company, and make it a faceless brand. And so we still have Charlie and the father who's still around, so no. And that forced them to buy CEO. You know, so the CEO uh, uh, purchase was if only – we could buy Toronto. We do not want CAO. Did you imagine that. But when they pulled out, Tim and his family, uh, Mr. Oscar says, you know, we're still ready to sell. So they hmm. sold uh, first. And then about uh, two years later, uh, they approached General Cigar again and say, we'll sell to you now. And they lost money because 
Is it, oh, well, they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a different. It's a different ball game exactly, when they come to you exactly, versus you going exactly. to them. Exactly. So they kind of screwed also, up. Also, the multiple that happens is off higher sales. You say, oh, but two years ago we used to. It doesn't matter what two years yeah. ago. They don't buy in advance, mm-hmm. and they don't buy on the past history. Yep. It's what is it today? Mm-hmm. What is Think it? about all the people who you offer big money to the night of the anniversary party. Yes. And then they come to you Monday and you go, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> that was the show. That was adrenaline pumping. Yes. This is the price now. Yeah. 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 Um, which will take us to uh, Tim Osninger and the Osninger family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you alluded to it because you actually talked to Tim mm-hmm. at the show, which was very interesting that you were there, Mr. CAO, as far as everybody was concerned. Tim Osinger, who was Mr. CAO at the time, and the missing element that was there was General Cigar. Mm-hmm. This is at the yeah, trade exactly, show. Exactly, exactly. They yeah. owned CAO, and they weren't at the show, yeah, and there yeah. were two CAO people, but Tim was pleased. Very pleased, and uh, he reached out to me and said, Ricky, I just want to thank you. And when he says this, what you did for our company, he still, still is. is his, is his family, and said, Stop. You gave me such a great foundation to build from. Thank you. Because nice. without CAO, I would not be here representing West Tampa today without you and your family. With the, you That's kids right. It's a, you're a good yep. man. You're yep. a good man. Um, Jonathan Drew in Drew Estates. What would he, what would he think? Well, he's still there, isn't he? Yeah. He is still there. But, uh, you know, again, uh, again you have to uh, be able to listen to corporate because they're going to have a vote uh today uh and Jonathan was the man that the last decision yeah, yeah. was mine and so now he doesn't have the control he once had but i i i know this the minute that contract is over he's gone mm. he's gone yeah because he, he just it's not you anymore it's that corporate uh yes. yeah so he's yeah. gone yeah they did they did Maintain it well. At the beginning of this, where Swisher owned Drew Estate, Drew Estate was geeky guys that were into um, boutiques, which was he was a boutique. As big as he was, he was still a boutique. Now they were the opposite of boutique. It was the largest cigar company, Swisher. And I go, this is not going to go well. And they managed to keep it going. Still problems as far as keeping the product on the shelves. I mean, they're not... I don't think it's being managed as well as... Oh, it's bigger than it ever was. They're making more money than they ever did. I believe so. I believe. Um, How about Nat Sherman? Nat Sherman himself, Nat Sherman, uh, starts this company up in the 50s. Uh, Not even. It was the 20s. Um, And uh, now it completely disappears. You've got to imagine the man, Nat Sherman, or something, be very disappointed that it ended up going to Philip Morris, who says, okay, all I care about is the natural cigarette to go up (laughs) against um, American spirits. That's the reason why they bought it. Mm -hmm. Nothing else matters. Just take that, throw everything else away, which is what they did. I was very sad at the end of that. I knew how it was going to go, and... um, it played out exactly the way I thought it was going to. And I'm like, what a shame of the original guy that did this, that his legacy is gone, the, gone. the brand is gone. It's just uh, you know, sad for me and, and this side of the business that you work so hard to establish this name, this uh, kind of uh, this, uh, you know, uh, this ability to share your stories and it's gone. And uh, who are you? And uh, right now, you're in the midst of losing so many great people like, uh, you know, Padrones, uh, Passing the Father, 
uh, like uh, the Newman's Pazin, like the Fuentes. Yes. And so you've seen this change in the guard, and I'm just worried that, that the new regime, including me, can uh, kind of carry this business like these old guys did for years and years and years. Isn't the difference really the passion, though? Because it I, is. I it feel is. like you're bringing yeah. a level of passion. Mm-hmm. You are... And I know you're older, but you're you're the new blood coming in mm-hmm. with this drive to put out an exceptional product at an exceptional price. You're on the road. You're you're hitting it hard, and I feel like the the next tier is they're not hitting the road. I mean, Padron still doesn't even have reps. They're yeah. just yeah. They're just living off of the legacy that was built by the dad. Yeah. I think that I think that we need. Maybe not new blood, but we need passionate blood coming right, in. Right, right, right. Because I, I think a lot of companies uh, said uh, to uh, make a, a Zosgard line and put money purse. And mm-hmm. if you read our business plan for uh, West Tampa, nowheres how much money we're going to make. There's nowheres in that 75-page uh, business plan we're going to make this much money. And so if you put money first, your cigars are going to suffer. Like Benji... Like Ernesto, like uh, uh, Frank, Ernesto, Tommy, put a great cigar and the money will follow it. It's true. It's true. Uh, so you mentioned the Newmans, uh, Stanford Newman, um, and before him, J.C. Newman. Um, but it goes to their sons, Eric and Bobby, and now their son is taking over. And I think that is in line that. The and he's he's the new, he's new blood and he's shaking things up yes, coming out with yes, the American yes, yes. Uh, doing the tours they're selling cigars in there if at the end of their tour uh, I think he is embodying the that drive that his grandfather had so so far I think the happiest person would be J.C. Newman for sure mm-hmm. that he would oh, look at sure. this and say they did exactly what I wanted them to do yep. and they t- so he did a, a great job um, and they kept the strength and character of the brand itself it's time for incredible feats of strength brought to you by Camacho Cigars for six decades Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision the strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And we're working backwards through the top 10 track and field feats of strength and athletic accomplishments. We're at number eight. It's Jackie Joyner Kersey. Mm. Do you like it when someone hyphenates their last name? I don't. I don't care for that. No. I usually end up not liking that person. Like that doctor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's a woman's heptathlon and long jumper. And since 1988, Joyner Kersey, hyphenated name, <laughs> has been the unwavering world record holder for the woman's heptathlon with above a 200-point gap over her closest competitor and by holding all of the top six greatest performances in history, Shoo. she would ever be remembered for her dominance. Additionally, Joyner Kersey has a winning streak that lasts over 10 years and she also has 10 world championships and Olympic medals ranging from 1987 to 1996 and has two of the top three greatest long jumps ever recorded. There we go. 
And she might be the nicest person in the world. But her last name's hyphenated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's douchey. So we have we have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, Tony Bahani, do you remember him? Oh yeah, for there? sure. He was a crazy bird, bro. This is the <laughs> this is the guy that bird. started the boutique yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. And, and the cigar celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, he became the first really cigar celebrity. Yeah. The way he dressed and the way mm-hmm. he carried himself mm-hmm. and what he did to that little teeny brand that was mm-hmm. there. And he and, went swimming in a banana hammock. I mean, yeah. you got to respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bumped into him at a, at a resort once, Ooh. and there he was in in this little thing or whatever, and I'm like, oh, my God. I look at him, he comes over, Mr. David, how are you? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Keep that thing I'm, away from me. I'm looking directly in his eyes. I'm trying not to look down at all. Uh. But it was a magnet. You couldn't <laughs> It was the craziest thing. But Did you just th- come out of the meat department? What the hell's going on there's in a, there? There's a completely ruined oh, brand, in, yeah. my, in my opinion, um, of the, the magic that that had. And I had him at cigar events, multi-vendor mm-hmm. events, where there'd be 25 vendors. We have a big anniversary party mm-hmm. every year, and 25 different manufacturers show up, and the biggest names in the industry. And the biggest one, when he was in his, in his prime, yep. was him. Uh, Rocky Patel would follow him around. Yep. I mean, everybody looked at him like, and what a shame. And I, and I know he's still alive, and he's yep. out there, whatever, but he's, he's got to look at Industry never called him back either. I heard that he wants to get back into the business because really? I was talking to Jeff uh, from Coronas, and he really loved him, and uh, he bought a lot of his, uh, his cigars. And uh, I was talking to Jeff. He said, "Bro, there's a name that's going to come back." And wow, said, yeah. so that, that would be, be so yeah. interesting. I don't know what he's been doing for the last twenty years. I don't either. You know? But probably listen, spending the money. You know. <laughs> Seeing Tim come back and, mm-hmm. and, and Mickey Pegg and mm-hmm. these different yep. people that come back. So would, that would be something yep. if he ended up yep. coming back. But that's an example of a brand where the brand really was the person and there were also cigars. I mean, that's another example of just a dude with pure passion mm-hmm. and people gravitate toward that passion. Yeah. Yeah. That was, he, that was something. Uh, Hanky Kellner with Davidoff. Uh, Hanky Kellner. Was you know, a teacher. He was a teacher. A teacher. Yeah. He really was. He was like uh, me and Benji. Uh, you know, when I do my events, it's not about uh, the commercial called uh, West Tampa. It's about helping uh, people understand the process to get that cigar in your hand. And those guys were legendary teachers. And so when you talk to Hanky, it wasn't about his line. It's to help you understand the process of making a cigar and you just walked away, bro. I just learned so much from yes, this guy for sure. For 15 minutes and I've been smoking cigars for 20 years and I've learned something from him. But yeah. I think, I think Hanky's probably more on the disappointed side than on the happy side yeah. because that company has become so corporate minded. It's so not, deleted. it's not the, it's not the passion project that it was when he was the owner of Tabadon. Yeah. Um, well, did, did, who is the blender of Davidoff today? Nobody even Thank knows you. who it is. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're all left. They yes. all left. But do they yeah. do they even need a blender? I mean, they've got the recipe. It's like um, yes, they do. The do. water boy. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've got the playbook. But you got to have somebody to make sure it stays the Crop, way it is. Crops change every year. You've and they really come, got and they come out with their releases. Also get dusty. Well, exactly. What's you don't that? want a new cigar. You yeah. don't want a new cigar. You can only last so long with the line said that you have. But, but you had said earlier they don't want to put a name forward. 
The name is Davidoff. Yeah. The people that work there, we, we can't mention their name mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. It seems like what's happened. And let's face it, with their unexpected uh, failed debacle with the, the Avo, putting regular Avo in a new band in a new box. That was unexpected. It was unexpected, but <laughs> isn't that isn't that kind of what you can expect at this point? Yeah, they're they're masters at packaging. All right, you can answer this one. Ernesto Carrillo and La Gloria Cubana. How's he feel? Sad, sad, uh, because uh, once you took the face away from La Gloria, we saw the downturn. It happened when uh, Les, uh, Nessa left, and. Uh, when we left La Gloria, Michael, myself, and Yuri. And so I think a, a brand to, to, see, to see today has to have somebody talking about that brand. Mm-hmm. So I think he would be sad to see Series R yeah. and the places Series R right now because when you look at a, a large brink gauges, it was a Nestle. Sure. It he was, was a Nestle. Full-bodied Dominican yep. cigars. He was the one, yep. too. And yep. and that seems to go away. Um, how about Simon Camacho, later Christian Aroa, the brand Camacho? Different brand than it, than it certainly was. There was another one that was looked upon as so boutique-y. It was the hip thing. Everybody going to the to the um, to Honduras mm-hmm. to see the factory, mm-hmm. and you, you, it, it turned people on. Big I'll, I'll say this. The boxes are a lot more colorful. <laughs> when... <laughs> When you hear Christian, <laughs> that's not what we want to hear, bro. <laughs> that's the best you got, right? Yeah, he's a, oh it's God. like Gurkha, you know? Right. Great box. <laughs> when uh, when Christian talks about his days at Camacho, it, he he kind of comes alive like he was living something very exciting. Again, mm-hmm. back to the, the the word passion. He had the passion when he was there and took that brand i think simon camacho was probably very excited yes when christian took it and ran with it but after the sale you, you end up in that corporate mentality and now you have flashy boxes and i don't want to say it's flash and trash it's not a ripoff at the mm-hmm. price they're charging no. but it is not the passion project that it was when the aroa family had control over it yeah yeah um okay moving on we have uh carlos senior uh, uh of toro fuente his son now has it. He's fine. I think he's proud. I think he's proud of his uh, uh, family. I think he's proud of his uh, daughter, his son. Uh, they're proud of their daughters and son. And I think he's yeah. When very it, when proud. it stays with family, just, bit, just, yeah, just like yeah. with the Newman family, yeah, the yeah. same thing. It ends up uh, going well. Uh, it seems in the cigar business that doesn't happen in restaurants all mm-hmm. the time. It doesn't happen in other businesses. But uh, I got to say, across the board, probably with through the um, cigar industry, it seems to work, including Jose Orlando Padron. Mm-hmm. Um, he is fine with... Yeah. Um, I think he's uh, happy with George and yes. what he's been able to accomplish and a great family. Well, yeah, and, and, I, and the brothers are still together yeah. and it didn't break up the family. Yeah. Yep. Even with the dad being in Nicaragua, George was really kind of the face of the company yep. here in the States right. and still is. And I think he was with his dad's death obviously kind of forced into that patriarchal uh position but i think he was he was most of the way there anyway yeah did you know michael cusano cusano cigars? oh for sure for okay sure. Yeah. yeah so uh i'm still very close with mike mm-hmm. uh, he started off in boston and mm-hmm. stuff moved mm-hmm. down to florida so we still talk very very often and uh, i can answer the question of that he's disgusted what happened mm-hmm. to his brand that it almost has disappeared 
and um, the confu- what a monster that was too. Um, what happened was they didn't know what to do with that brand because you have ultra luxury Davidoff company mm-hmm. that ends up taking a brand that Hanky Kellner is producing from them, and they bought it from him, and they did not know what to do right from the get-go, mm-hmm. and they said, we're going to basically table this, but as tabling went on, 15 years went by, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and nothing ever happened. I think, uh, you know, uh, some of these companies, you know, especially high-end companies, when you're Davidoff, you're Ferrari. Now you want to make a Chevy, right? <laughs> what do you know about Chevys? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're going to buy Chevy. That doesn't make you know about Chevys. Yes, you're just a car manufacturer. So stay in your lane. Stay and in your you lane. know something? It's so funny that you mentioned the analogy of automobiles because Michael always put analogies of automobiles to mm-hmm. his brand, and he would put these. With this is the Rolls Royce of cigars, and mm-hmm. this is this, this is, and where he sat was a Chevy mm-hmm. for his brand, which is exactly right. that. It's amazing that yeah. you even yeah. say yeah. say that to it. If, if Michael's listening, it'd be, he's smiling right yeah. now because he'd say, "Wow, it's exactly that." So, would you say that Pahani was the Polish sausage? <laughs> is that, if we're going to go meat I'm analogy gonna, I'm going to say that's the way we end the show right there That's a perfect place to end the show No, Jonathan so, wants oh yeah. so next oh week God. on the Cigar Authority We are doing a live competition To our viewers on YouTube YouTube only You can listen to the show You can watch the show on Facebook But if you want to participate Everybody's involved in this, if you go to YouTube Live at 12 noon on Saturday, true or false questions, there's 40 of them. We've got a nice prize pack to give and away to the winner. The winner must be U.S. based in yes. order to receive the prize. Yes. yes. Can I take it? You may. Yeah. You may yeah. get yeah, into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump yeah. in. Yeah. Jump in. Jump yeah. in on it on uh, Saturday. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.